0: Hello beautiful people, welcome to the Adia Talks podcast. My name is Mo Adia, I am your host on this podcast where we are all about helping you be the best version of yourself and live your life as God intended. We have yet another great episode today, so I want you to stay tuned, grab a notebook, a pen, a drink and let us chat about what is on the agenda today. Hello people, welcome to another episode of the Adia Talks podcast. My name is Mo Adia. I am your host on this podcast. I hope you're well, hope you had a wonderful week or you've had a wonderful week so far. I hope life has been good and everything you have desired according to God's plan is coming to pass in your life. How are you all doing? If you are a new listener, hello. If you are a regular listener, hello. (laughs) I don't know why I did that, but I'm certainly in a much better mood than I was in this morning. I, you know, I was something was trying to creep in, but I told it you can't, you can't have it. You can't have your way. So I'm definitely much better. I'm feeling like much more myself than I was early in the week. With I don't I don't I I I don't know what's what's you know I know there's stuff going around, but you know we thank God for healing and I really was grateful you know because a few hours ago I really was not you know doing so great. But I'm just sharing this testimony because I had this period where I just started praying and I was listening to a sermon and just praying with a group and we were just praying and then suddenly i just felt like wow i feel i'm feeling a lot like myself and i felt much lighter and i was like oh maybe it was this maybe it was what i ate or maybe it was what i drank and i was like actually no it was only after the prayer so my i'm starting this with the testimony of god being so faithful that he's such a healer sometimes we take it for granted so i'm just sharing this testimony and thanking god for healing me and bringing me back to feeling like myself physically in terms of my body i didn't mean to go into that but you know, hope you are all good. Hope you're well. Today is another episode. Apologies if I might, you know, my voice might sound a bit interesting right now. But as I said, I'm on the mend. But you know, hope you are well. Hope you're doing good. Um, thank you for listening. So today we have another great episode lined up for you. Um, as led by the Holy Spirit. You see, at the weekend, I recorded an episode and I was like, this is the episode I'm gonna upload. But you know when the Holy Spirit is like, nah you're not going to upload that episode because in all honesty, it was a bit of a rant about something. And it's not like God was saying that the thing, you know, I was ranting about was, you know, that it was, I shouldn't have ranted. Well, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have ranted to share, but not like saying like what was, what was being said was wrong. But you know how Holy Spirit is just like, Um, you know, yes, we know that's wrong, or this person's wrong, or this situation is wrong. But Holy Spirit's like, what, you will take that down, or you won't send that message. Does that happen to you? You've like, you know, somebody sent you something, and you're thinking, what? And you've typed up a whole, got into like, you know, a whole essay, and you're just about to hit send, and Holy Spirit's like, delete, and just say, okay, or thank you. So it was one of those, I'm just like, okay, delete, you know, but maybe another time, we'll address it as the Lord leads um and by that time I'll calm down a little bit so we can we can talk about what that topic is about um another time but today we're talking about spiritual diet spiritual diet and um, it's something I have wanted to talk about for a while and this is the time to do so particularly because I feel it's so important because I do sense and I was sensing it a lot I've been sensing it you know Generally, but I, I I don't know. In these past few days, um maybe because I spent more time with with myself, I was like there are a lot of people dealing with battle scars. Um, and I had an experience a few days ago, which almost kept me Like almost, I almost had this battle scar. And I was like, when I say battle scar, I'm talking about like maybe like from a spiritual warfare perspective, and that will be a whole other topic or podcast talking about like battle scars or what we really need to do to overcome them or not to get stuck in them or just realizing that, you know, they're, they're kind of tricks of the enemy sometimes in a sense. And sometimes they're genuine and sometimes you need to maybe get other people to pray with you. And you need to ask Holy Spirit and be more strategic, strategic, Whew, strategic. Gosh. And I went to private schools and everything strategic, right? So you need to be more strategic in like, you know, the way you are Um, praying and all of that. But that's that's a slightly different topic. But spiritual diet is very important because also, you know, battle scars sometimes come when people are not, um, you know, established spiritually in the sense that you're not where you really need to be. Um, You know, and sometimes it comes from just like, feasting on the same thing. So, you know, the word of God does talk about this in the two scriptures that we will reference for the purpose of this discussion, but, you know, just think about, you know, comparing, you know, comparing it to the natural, right. Um, thinking about diet and, you know, spiritual diet So think about, you know, as, as a, as a human being, your diet changes as you get older. Um, you know, um, so just think about the growth process when you're a baby, a baby can only first have milk, you know, and then the baby starts going on to like solid foods, but you know, in a sort of pure, you know, in a, um, what do they call it? They, they, they make it processed or they use a processor, a food processor. Oh my gosh, my nephew was me for two weeks. and so how can I not remember what to say? But basically they, is it the pure <laughs> They basically mash the food up, so you know you can have it blended, and then you they gradually move on to you know more solid food as their teeth develop, as their stomach develops, as their system develops, as being able to have you know that sort of food, right? So it's even a digestive thing as well, because you know if you give if you force a baby to eat you know, even something soft and it's really, a really, really young baby, their stomach can probably not digest, their can't, stomach can't digest the food properly. So there's all sorts of things happening in the body as the food happens. And then you get older and then you can eat, you know, different things and, you know, there's different diets and all of that. But even as you get older, to really be healthy, you have to actually start being mindful of your diets or certain things. And you begin to understand your body more, you know, um, as some people might Find, you know, I know some people that are like, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but they're like vegetarian because their body just deals better with it. I'm also one of those people that can't eat too much meat because it just, I don't, I don't really like it too much in its excess. And I can't, I can't deal, my body can't deal with it too much because I'm like that, right? So you begin to understand yourself and what the diet you need is. So there's the aspect of moving from milk to solid food. Yes. But even within that, when you begin to understand your makeup, so there's some people that tell you that they're vegetarian simply because they don't like the way meat makes them feel, when they've eaten it so it's not even got to do with any you know I know there's some people saving the environment and all that but it's not got to do with that do with that necessarily it's got to do with how they feel and how their makeup feels there's some people that can eat meat till you know whatever you know so those Brazilian restaurants that you go to and then they give you like meat meat I remember going to one of those ones and I was no lie a little bit disgusted because I can't eat I can't just deal with too much meat and I literally just went to the salad bar because I was like I can't even eat any meat here because it's just too much so I know my makeup and I know kind of how I'm wired I, I tend to go days I may eat meats one today and then for the next two days I might just eat fish or eat other things um, so anyway that's just a tangent but I'm just I'm just trying to explain that there's the food of moving from milk to solid food, and then even within the solid food remit, once you begin to understand who you are, how you're wired, um, you know, maybe you you maybe you hold an office. I'm just talking. I'm trying to compare it to spiritual things now, right? You begin to or, or even just thinking about food, you begin to understand your makeup. You know, if you're an athlete, there's certain foods you're gonna eat. You know, rather than others, you know, the things so they, so what you actually do can even affect your diet for you to be at your optimum, you know. Um, for an optimum athlete, they know they would eat certain things, especially when they're training or doing things like that, right? If you want to be, if you just work in an office, but you want to be an effective worker, there's certain things and do and training and food and stuff you would eat because you know like the sorts of things that you do. Maybe you don't, you're not active. So you know that eating certain foods would be better for you. Anyway, that's basically. That's the gist of it. So before I go into anything any further and start talking about real food, um, let me talk about, let's go to scripture and then we're going to just talk generally about spiritual diet. So what does the scripture actually say about our diet spiritually? We're going to reference two sets, um, two scriptures, um, two uh, books basically in the the word of God. So we're going to first go to, um, we're going to read from 1 Corinthians 3 one and I'm going to read probably one to one to three just for the for the sake of time. So um, it says in the NIV version I'm reading it says I gave you milk, not solid food for you were not ready for it. indeed you are still not ready. You are st- um, oh my, my 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 bad, I'm sorry I I've, I've okay, let me just do this properly. I'm going to start again. And that was okay, I read from verses two first. So let me just start from one. It says, Brothers and sisters, I cannot address you as people who live by the spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. And um, second uh, verse says, I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were still not ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. And then last, um, the th- number three says, you are still worldly, for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? Oh, Uncle Paul, very punchy. Um, So that was once that's one scripture. Then another scripture um, in the book of Hebrews, which we still think is Uncle Paul, Hebrews 5.12 says, in fact, Though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you elementary truths of the word of God all over again. You need milk, not solid food. So, you know, these two scriptures are obviously in reference to, you know, comparing food to, you know, the word of God. And in in, in essence, the word of God is really our food as believers. We must consume the word of God. On my IG, I have this IG stories thing and I'm always putting scriptures and pictures of food. And before I used to have this post where I used to do the same thing, scriptures, and I used to call it consume the word. And then I kind of found this template with the food. And the people was wondering, why are you putting food? But my thing is consume the word, right? So um, I'm not putting food because I'm a foodie or, or I like food. Um, I'm putting it because it's, it's kind of, it's more like, in, it's a play on consuming the word of God. That's actually our food. But you know, not everybody understands that. I don't really care. But anyway, that's by the by. But like food and the word of God, like the word as a believer you must consume the word of God if you consume more of the world or more of the news or what's happening the more of the word it becomes very evident and it's extremely evident in so many things it's actually evident even in church sometimes I go to I listen to a few things and things sound like motivational speeches and I'm like you consumed more of the world than the word or how your information your information should really come from the word of God not to say you can't, consume things are going on around you, but really your base diet should be the word of God. Excuse me. You should be consuming that, the word of God, that should be your base, 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 base. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but anything you have, that's your basis of your diet, right? Is the word of God. That's the base of anything that you're having. So that's really what you must consume as a believer. And as we consume the word and, you know, as we begin to really get more into the word by meditation, by study, that will give us more. There's more that from that meditation and study, the word has more of a chance to really marinate in us and essentially become meat and as we dig into, because we as, we, as we meditate and study, we get more revelation of the word. We get more acquainted with the word. We get more familiar with it. And it just becomes very much part of us and starts to marinate and become meat. And meat is something you marinate, right? So when it comes to, it begins to marinate in our hearts and really become part of our hearts. And we begin to consume the word and receive the revelation and the light. And this is when you're studying the word, meditating on the word with the Holy Spirit, right? Excuse me, but at the very start, the main thing is to um, you know, making sure that we are consuming the word of God. Now, what happens is as believers, I'm so sorry because I, I told you I'm I'm recovering, but as believers, right, we um consume the word of God, right? And you know, we can be in a situation where we could still be consuming milk as opposed to meat of the word. Now that really happens when we don't adjust our spiritual diet. So what do I mean by that? Um, let me just take a you know, a, a kind of example. So for example, let's just say that somebody is, a believer, or they just become a believer, right? And often when people just become believers, you're often encouraged to read the four Gospels as your starting point. Usually they would say, read John to start off with. John, then you expand into the four Gospels, right? Now you can choose to start, you know, reading the four Gospels over and over again, but if you don't expand the rest of the word of God, you're not really going to get a fullness of what the word says what the bible says and the bible that god has left with us here on the earth you're not going to get the fullness of what that says and if you just carry on let's just say you're just reading the word of god you're just reading reading it reading the text reading the text reading the text you're literally almost like consuming still milk from a layer, like you're not, if you're, let's just say, you know, meditating or studying or anything, you're just reading, 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 you're not applying, you're not asking Holy Spirit to open up your eyes to it. You're not studying more. You're not digging into it some more. Then it's very, very surface. And it's just like constantly consuming, eating, drinking milk. So let's say you've been a believer year one, you're doing that year one, you're still doing that year two, you're still year three, you know, you go on, you keep going on and you're still doing the same thing. Then it's like a baby. Imagine a a five year old still just drinking SMA. Like you're just drinking, you know, the word. Oh, you're not even drinking the word at, at all. You know, you're just coming to it in bits here and there. Maybe you just read a devotional one morning and that's it. You know, and all. You know, so you're not actually digging into the word some more. So you're growing in terms of age, but you're not actually growing in the breadth of the word because you're not fellowshipping with the word. You're not, um, you know, you're not doing those things to help you expand your Um, the revelation you can receive from the word of God, right? So that just becomes, you're just consuming and drinking milk. And essentially these will show in character behaviors. These will show in, these will come out in, in your understanding of the word and your character and how you behave in like the way you might walk in a fleshy way than walking in the spirit, because you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to you through the word of God, or even the Holy Spirit to minister to you generally. So this really happens for Christians who just refuse to grow, right? If you refuse to grow, then you keep on drinking milk. So this is what the apostle Paul is referring to actually in that scripture in Corinthians, where he's saying, (coughs) I'm sorry, where he's saying basically you, um, you basically have consumed, you're still, I wanted to give you solid food, right? That's essentially what he's saying. I wanted to give you solid food, but I actually can't give you solid food because you're not ready for it. Your stomach isn't ready for it. If I'm still seeing this jealousy and this behavior amongst you, then you're still worldly. You're still walking in the flesh and not in the spirit, right? You're still walking by your worldly thoughts, by your worldly, by your flesh. So I can't actually give give you... Um, Solid food. I wanted to give it to you, but I can't. And in essence, let's just paint the scenario of what the Apostle Paul was doing. You know, he's come here. He's seen these people. He's seen their conduct. He's seen their behavior, and he's like, ah, I can't actually give you a deeper dimension of this world. And it's probably happened from a case of let's just paint the scenario again around like um, I'm sure you know you might have been in a scenario where you've you've gone to church maybe or you've gone to a gathering, and you know you've 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 heard somebody preach something. Then there's sometimes you might hear something that's a lot deeper. Maybe it's even the same scripture or the same text or whatever. But you're hearing something that's a lot deeper than what you heard before you, you didn't even realize that there could be anything much more deeper, but there's, there's a deeper dimension to it. That's probably what he's referring to in the sense of like, I wanted to give you more or give you more depth to this word or give you more insight to things or secrets or things the Lord has revealed to me, but you are actually not ready to take it as you are, you know, and (coughs) I'm so sorry about this situation. I told you guys I'm recovering. So please pray for me. But you're actually not ready to take this thing as, you know, to to embrace this word in its deeper dimension. You know, you keep on circling round the same thing. And I kid you not that a lot of people do this thing. You become a believer, you're on fire for God when you become a believer, but you're not, that you can find that you're not growing. And it's important that we assess where we are. Oh, I was on something yesterday and I literally had to reflect back and think, you know, I was talking to somebody, to, to one of my mothers in the Lord, and she's kind of like, okay, from this point, this exact point to now, where would you say you are? What has changed? And I actually had to do an honest assessment and be honest of like, I think I should have grown more in certain things, but I let, you know, worldly thoughts of this world, you know, emotions or like emotions or, you know, issues of life creep in and, you know, affect. My mindset's towards this, right? So, what's then happened is I haven't grown as much as I intended to. Okay, people, I'm so sorry about that. I told you, <laughs> pray for me. Okay, so, <clears throat> situation maybe, um, you know, I haven't, I was saying I was reflecting on some, you know, something and I hadn't grown. I was honest assessment for myself was I haven't grown. At least to the extent that I, I believe I could have grown. I haven't maximized, and I know things I haven't done personally. I know I haven't given certain things my all. And literally, even before that conversation, I think God was having a conversation with me since Sunday, being like, assess these things I put in front of you and what I've called you to. Have you actually given some things I put in front of you your all? And I had to actually be like very honest to myself. You know, when God asks you questions, he, you know, He knows the answer. He's not he's not trying to like he's not trying to get the answer from you. He's trying to get you to get the answer so that you can answer for yourself so they you can do a reflection and kind of, you know how God is like, "Oh, you know, you know he's like, Moses, what's in your hand? It's like he already knows what's in Moses' hand and what he should be doing, right? Or you know he's like, "Why are you hiding from me, Adam? You know, so God knows the answer, right? So you know i I'm just saying all of that to say basically that without spiritual growth and spiritual diet. We must be take it. We must be very intentional with it. Now, as I say, we see this example with what the Apostle Paul is saying, where he's saying, "I couldn't actually give you meat because you were not ready for it, because you're still working, walking rather in worldly ways." If I, he's assessing and seeing your character, your all this jealousy and strife I'm seeing amongst you. It means you're still fleshy and you're still chewing on milk, and you're not letting the, the you're not letting the word marinate like meat does, you know. <clears throat> excuse me, meat doesn't, milk doesn't marinate, like meat marinated. So when you let the word, you actually let it become part of you. You're one with the word of God. It begins to change you. It begins to solid meat is what you're then consuming at that point. And, you know, there's so many more, there's so much revelation. There's so many more aspects to the word that you will benefit from. But if you continue consuming milk and you just like, maybe the, the example I gave, just keep on reading reading the text, reading the text of the word with no with no meditation, no study, then it will not change you. And let me tell you, like, it's some people when you say, okay, I'm reading the text, um, it's going to go in and it's changing me. But often some people don't read without letting the Holy Spirit guide them in their reading and don't actually meditate and study. If you just read the text, you can easily become one of the, you know, there are a lot of theologians that don't even believe. <laughs> they're just theologians, but they don't believe, or they don't, you know, believe in certain aspects, that they don't even believe at all. But they're just people that studied the scriptures. So that's quite possible. That can happen. So, you know, the milk of the word, we must graduate rather from milk to the meat. We must, we're not want to expect expected to stay the same, just like as a, you know as a as a as a human being you're not expected to stay the same you're expected to grow so really we are expected to grow as believers and sometimes i think because we are so like oh God understands and he knows all my struggles and he knows the things I'm dealing with and he knows all you list all the excuses possible for us not to grow and he knows what I've been going through and all of these emotional things we bring to it we sometimes use that as excuses for you know not allowing ourselves to grow or not absolutely taking on that mandate that God has said from a growth perspective we literally just use those things to you know and God is still loving he still cares for you doesn't mean that's because you have not done all of these things, you won't, you won't love you. But the point is that there's so many things that you're, you're a lot of preventing or, or you're, um, maybe it's preventing is the right word, or you're, you're sort of excusing yourself from, because you've not grown into what God will have you do, you know? So there's shoes he wants you to fill, but your feet are not growing into that. You're not growing in in, you're not growing in faith. You're not growing in, in, in all of that, in the word of God, right? So it's so important that we mustn't stay on the milk of the word. Now, when I was also, when I was talking a little bit earlier, I was talking about even growing to an adult and then your diet becomes adjusted to your personal taste or your personal, you begin to understand your body, how you're wired and your diet becomes adjusted to that, right? Some people have gluten intolerance or milk intoler- you know I mean your everyone's diet is different even as you become older. It is also the same thing for the Word of God right? So some of you are called to be, let's just say teachers of the word or your apostles or your prophets or you know not everybody has a fivefold but some people are called to that. the content of what they consume, will be different. The content of what an evangelist will consume of the words, what a prophet will consume will be different in that <clears throat> obviously it's the same word of God and they're both, you know, meditating, growing in scriptures, all of that. But the extent or the, the the adjustment to what they will have will be different. So think about it this way. And this is what sometimes happens, right? So as you're growing in the word, you know, maybe, but maybe you started out, you became a, you were a believer, you and your friends, five of your friends, you became believers. You all listen to these sermons, sharing your sermons around, all of that, you know, as you all begin to grow, you would notice that, you know, certain people will gravitate towards maybe certain style of sermons or certain style of like digging into the word in a different way. You know, there's all these different things, right? So you, <clears throat> Excuse me, some people might gravitate into that, right? Other people might gravitate into something else, and it's it's okay, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because you're all we're all different from we all as I say, that diet adjusts to who we're becoming or who God has called us to be. You see, and the level of my and it's not to say I might grow or I'm growing or one person is growing more than the other. That might happen as well because somebody might still be eating, you know, um cereal or pureed food when they should have really moved on to steak right but they're still eating pureed food because that pureed food is comfortable it tastes nice it's familiar it's all of that right so you're still listening to you know something that is just like gingering you is ginger making you feel good but it's not actually really changing your character or refining you. Or it's not forcing you to go and like Dig into something more, and somebody else might then start, you know, grow into another aspect. Or, you know, you find sometimes that people, you know, might be growing into something, and God may say to them, "You, I want you to your commitment or your covenant with me. I'm we're gonna agree together. What I want you to agree to is for this season in your life, you need to wake up at three a.m. every day and pray for two hours. Like that, may literally be what God says to that person. Another person you know, might get something else to do. It might be that their commitment is to, you know, start teaching a youth group or whatever. And that's what the God Lord has committed them to as a covenant or, or something along those lines. It would be different. And it, to depending on who they're called to be, like look at the process, even in the word of God, for the different people we come across in the word of God, the process of commissioning or the way God trained them was very different depending on who, it was very unique and di- unique to who they are, right? Unique to who they are, the generational, their background, where they're coming from and unique to what like God has called them into be. So I'm just thinking of Ezekiel because you know I, I read him a lot at some point in my life, right? But think about um, Ezekiel. Think about the processes God took him through, this, 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 and he'll tell him, this is what's going to, this is, you know, they're not going to listen to you to your words, Do go here, do this, do that, and he just obeyed God all the time, but think about all of those things God was growing him into as he was each level, okay, do this, start to do this, and you know, all that, it was different to what somebody like, let's just say, um, Isaiah didn't go through the same pattern of things, right? I mean, most of the prophets had something that was, you know, extreme, you know, think about all those things in Daniel, he dreamt a lot and had all of those and the God was training him in different things and, you know, showing him and then because of where he was in Babylon, you know, um. Because and because and think about it, Ezekiel and Daniel were actually there at the same time, you know, in terms of they were they're actually both in exile, but you know, Daniel was in the palace, so the training that God gave Daniel was different, it was very different to what um, Ezekiel did. So, those are two people who are both prophets in the same time but God is taking them through. And you know, and God is never saying, oh, Ezekiel, I put him, or Daniel, I put him more before Ezekiel. It's never that, but I'm just saying at that level, they both had different things, you know, different forms of processing and different forms of meats that they were consuming. So you may find that in your life, right? You might be in a situation where you have different, it's like the level of what you're consuming is di- or is different to a friend of yours. It's different, you know, is I like as I say, go back to the comparison of you guys started out, you'll listen to different messages. They're just certain personally, they're just some things I can't listen to. I don't I don't I don't connect with them. They don't do anything. And then a few years ago I could because of where I was at, because of the, you know, but it's then the growth that you, so you must grow. And it doesn't mean all your evidence of growing is moving on from one preacher to the next. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the type will grow. And then you might grow and you might sit somewhere for 20 years. This is what you're going to, because you've come to that level that God's like, this is the, this is where you're going to really, you know, really consume, right? So you have adjusted your diet so much. So I've grown, I'm a teenager, I've eaten this, eaten that. Now I'm at the level that I know, okay, this is what I can eat. This is what I can't eat. You know, this is what I can't, you know. It's the same thing also with, God will say to you, there's some things I can't do. I know I can't do them. Other people can do it and get away with it. But I know for a fact, I can't do them. There's some things I don't do because I know, how long it would take me to, so I'm careful about what I watch, for instance, right? So some people can just watch things, but I'm just like, this thing will affect me for so long and it will take me so long to get out of it. Right. So it's those sorts of things of being mindful of those. And God may say, actually, no, you can't do it. I mean, God told me, something. honest watch everybody was watching. He told me, well, okay, sorry for this period of time. You can't watch this, you know, that everything, you know, if something came out, everyone's talking about it. I'm like, I really want to watch it. I really, I watched part one. Why can't I just watch? Cause I know, like, you know, so there's certain things that God will tell you. So it's part of your spiritual diet. It's part of the makeup of who you are. So there is a diet that you have as you grow older and your spiritual diet must be adjusted. You can't afford to keep on doing the same thing. You must grow. You must assess yourself the same way you assess your, you know, you may say you assess your goals or your growth in your career or in your quality achievements or whatever you want to achieve. All of those things, the same way you are actively doing those things or to some extent, whether you do it every year or not, you must, your priority must be your spiritual growth. How much have I grown this year from last year? Am I going around in a circle? Why am I going around in a circle, God? What are the obstacles? Is it my emotions? Is it, you know, is it is it the way I I structure my consum- consumption of the word? If it's all of those things, God reveals them to you. Okay, God, show me how to do, how to, how to not be so emotional, Lord, show me how. How to... You know, how do I need to adjust my diet? What do I need to be more disciplined with, right? So think as, again, athlete. Athletes eat certain foods. They're very disciplined in what they have. Spiritual diet requires you to be disciplined as you grow in your diet. And you can't keep drinking milk. You really can't keep on drinking milk because a a child that keeps on drinking milk will grow up deformed, right? So if a five-year-old is drinking milk, they're not getting the diet they need. If a 12-year-old is still just drinking milk, their body will not form because they're not getting the right, supp- um, right right, supplements they need. So imagine you're growing, you're growing, you're growing in your years as being a believer and all of that. But you're not getting the right level of what you need. And this is kind of where battle scars come in as well, in a sense. But that's a different topic. But similar, you know, because you're just growing physically physically you know, and then you're kind of exposed to a few things because you're now a believer. The enemy knows you're a believer, but you haven't grown to the level that you're like, I can, you know, you can battle these things or you can deal with certain things. So he's just using all sorts of blows to try to this, using this, using, you know, using all sorts of things to try to attack, but you don't have enough word, you know, enough meat to counterattack sometimes because you've not grown to that. So as I said, that's a bit of a different topic, but spiritual diet is extremely important so i just wanted to you know come on here and talk about that really briefly i want to just leave you with you know the thoughts of thinking about your spiritual diet actually take a take a you know take some time to think about are you actually consuming what you should at what you know about yourself right what you know that god has told you about yourself what he said if he said to you you are i you are a battle axe in my kingdom you're like what are you there are you consuming are you raising are you coming up to that level of growing in prayer and getting stamina in prayer right to be able to really be that battle axe you need to be are you what are you rising to that right if he said you are a teacher you're going to teach my word all of that are you actually positioning yourself to learn more and allow him to teach you the amazing Raboni that he is. <laughs> Are you doing that right? So there's so many things that we 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 really can think about. We should, you know, go back to God. It's just something to meditate on. Take these scriptures, you know, that I've read to you. Go to God and just honest assessment. God, where well, I'm going to. I told you I did a little bit yesterday. I'm going to actually do it as well. Um, the rest of this week. Oh, actually, God, where am I where am I at? what what do I need to adjust? What do I need to adjust? What do I need to take out? What am I wasting time on? What do I need to actually do? If, if he said I really need you to get in the word okay God what is this plan you know because some of you and some of us this bible study sometimes we're like squeezing it in I want to squeeze in two hours here and, and God is like I just need you to be more consistent with this thing so what is it that you need to therefore adjust in your time in your schedule to do that what do you what, what do you really need to do like use the rest of your Saturday evenings maybe don't always go out or these you know all of these things that we tend to do and and Make the word your priority. I'm not saying you shouldn't socialize, but make the word your priority. I, As you begin to do that, trust me that everything else will fall into place in your life. So Father Lord, I just pray, pray for everyone who is listening to this. I just pray that um, spiritual diet is something that they will begin to actually you know be keen to understand and be understanding of the fact that they need and the truth that we all need to move from consuming milk to meat and anywhere where there's any aspect of milk still being consumed um that needs to change that needs to have you know moved on to to something more solid father i just pray that in those areas that it begins to be made clear and that whatever adjustments that need to be made will be made for that. Even for the people that are listening to this, that are new believers, Lord, even as they start to consume the milk of the word, you know, let it be something that is changing for them and let them know at the point in their life where things need to change and let them not get stuck in seasons or go around in circles of seasons of consuming milk when they should have moved on to another stage of their feeding father. I pray this for th- for everyone listening and even for myself, Lord. I pray that as we begin to do that assessment, as we come to your feet and do that assessment, Lord, I just pray for revelation um, as we honestly just pour out our heart to you and you begin to show us where we are at, where we should should be and what we need to do um, to get where we need to be, Lord. Thank you, Father Lord. I just pray every for also everyone listening. I just pray for stamina in prayer. And I pray for anyone who's dealing with battle scars, Father Lord, that you will heal them and that you will um, show them what they need to do and the, how they need to take up the rightful place, their rightful place, Lord, in you, Lord. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for everyone listening. We bless you, we give you all the honor and praise in Jesus' name, amen. All right, people, I'm going to go now. Take care, have a wonderful rest of the week. All right, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode blessed you. If so, why not share it with a friend or two or three or four. And make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. Feel free to also comment, share some feedback, etc. You can also follow us on social media. We're on all the major platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. On Instagram, we are a DeaTalks community. Everywhere else, we are a Dear talks. You can also head to our website, adeotalks.com. We have some great resources on there, again, about helping you just live your best life. So, I encourage you to check that out. We have amazing things on there, so many wonderful things to come. Join our mailing list, etc. Take care and God bless you.